Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today, my guest is Daniel Matuku. He is a senior engineer, too, here at Consumers Energy and recipient of Bea's Science Spectrum Trailblazer Award. So, Daniel, if you'll introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. Hello, I'm uh, Daniel Mutuku. I'm a husband. I recently got married. I'm a brother to four siblings and two brother-in-laws. I'm a Kenyan at heart and American too. I'm a senior engineer uh, with the electric grid integration, uh, the generation design department, where I, I do projects across all the generating sites that consumers own. Well, it, that sounds like an interesting job. And one of the reasons that we're talking today is that you'll be receiving the Science Spectrum Trailblazer Award at the BEA conference this year. But before we get to that, I heard you say I am a Kenyan at heart, but also an American. So could you talk a little bit about uh, about coming from Kenya to America? Yes, yes. Uh, so I, I've been living here since 2000. 2007 and uh, I grew up before that I grew up in Kenya I went to uh, elementary school they call it primary school and also high school we call it a secondary school in Kenya and then after that we usually did an exam a final exam at every level the secondary school and the primary school and uh, we do a national exam so i did the national exam while i I was leaving secondary school and uh, the way the system works in kenya it was interesting because you everybody does this one national exam and then the government will decide who goes to university and what you got to do so i i grew up wanting to be first of all i grew up wanting to be uh uh, a ship captain because one time I went to the ocean I saw a big ships like oh those guys have the coolest job ever just staying on the ship and sailing across so that's where I wanted to be but my cousin became an engineer and then that's kind of when I thought about engineering and I was interested in it but when I did my national exam I was called to do teaching I had passed the science and uh, the math courses but I did poorly in uh, Swahili because you do a national exam that has Swahili, which is our local language. And I did not do that good in Swahili. So for that reason, my overall grade wasn't the greatest and I was chosen to do teaching, which is something I just didn't want to do. So I had brothers and sisters and a sister here in the US. My parents suggested that I move here and I was happy to do it. I didn't know what I was signing up for, but uh, I was excited for the for the adventure. And I packed all my stuff for my certificates and moved to the U.S. on a cold winter day. I landed in Detroit, and that was I've never experienced that much cold in my entire life. I used to see a little bit of movies and. I could not, my mind could not just imagine the whole place being so cold or the whole place being covered with snow. Coming from a tropical environment, you've never seen this. So I was, as soon as I stepped out of the airport in Detroit, I was like, this place is really cold. <laughs> and I, my brothers had given me a warning to bring um, uh, warm clothes 
and I thought I had warm clothes, but I instantly knew what I had wasn't enough. So that 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 was my first experience in the U.S. And then after that, I I I was going to attend school at Grand Valley State University. So I was excited about that. Uh, I signed up for my classes, and it was interesting because before everything we did in high school, we didn't have computers. Uh, we, everything was manual. We wrote on papers and all that kind of stuff. So to Star college year was quite a challenge because uh, we've never used computers. Somebody will, will say, oh, go sign up for Blackboard. I was like, what's Blackboard? I don't know what that is. So there was a, a little bit of a catch up to do. <laughs> and a, an interesting story is in one of my math classes, growing up in all our school, we, we, we never used calculators. So we used something called a log table. Mm -hmm. That's what we used to use for calculation. And they had everything that you need, like cosine from 0 to 90 degrees, uh, sine from 0 to 90 degrees, all the major uh, degrees. They had antilog and log. So with those, you can do any calculation. And it was just a table that you go through. So when I first started that math class, I think it was algebra, uh, I asked for the teacher, can we use a, a log, a log, a math log that we used to use in Kenya? He told me, if you want to be successful <laughs> in, in mathematics, you need to learn how to use a calculator because I told him, I've never used a calculator before. <laughs> I'm not used to it. Can we? Can I just get one of those logbooks and I'll be able to do all my stuff? He said, no, 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 you need to learn how to use a calculator. But one of the things that I really appreciate uh, for being blessed with is just the ability to learn things quickly. So I was able to learn quickly how to use a TI, uh, Texas Instrument Calculator. Uh, additionally, I was able to uh, make many friends and start my life here and also with the help of my brother and my sister i also felt at home but it was quite the change from the things that we used to do back in kenya and uh, but looking back i won't change the experience it was the best experience <laughs> ever and i i like it even to this point that well that's good to hear so uh a lot to think about there so from uh being the captain of a ship <laughs> to being a teacher to now being an engineer. It's interesting how things change in our lives uh, as, as we go through. And uh, I also find it very interesting, the whole calculator incident, because uh, I remember in, in math class, well, so I was in the military. I was actually in the Navy for a while, and I worked with electronics. And before we could use a calculator, we had to learn how to manually calculate all of that so we understood what the calculator was doing so in all honesty you were light years ahead probably of your peers you just didn't know it at the time <laughs> yeah at, at the time i i couldn't realize it but looking looking back i i, I see that now and so how you so see you have you see you have two brothers and a sister i have two brothers and two sisters i come oh. from a family of five i'm the fourth one and I have a younger sister. Okay, so you're almost the youngest in the family. Yes, <laughs> I, I had that privilege of being the youngest in the family until 1993. And my parents used to say that when my sister showed up, 
I recommended that they should take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I think you probably share that with a lot of uh, other folks who were the youngest for a while. Um, that must have been a big change for you, though, because being the youngest has certain privileges, right? Yes, yes. Uh, coming from the our society back in Kenya, being the youngest, usually you'd have a lot of privileges. And uh, that changed quickly when my sister showed up and we used to fight all the time because she took my position. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. And now, so you, your brothers and your sisters all live here in the States now as well? Yes and no. I I have one brother who uh, was in the military and now he's, he's out of the military. He's in uh, in uh, Florida with his family. Uh, I as I have another sis, I have a sister here that works for Chrysler, and uh, I have a sister and a brother back in Kenya. My sister used to be here, the oldest one, but she moved to Kenya. And she's helping uh, the, the, the one of the government entities there to to give services to Kenyans. And then I have another brother there too. Okay. So before you came uh, to the United States, so you did have family here. So I'm. Did you visit before you came? So you kind of knew what you were getting into, or when you got here in December, it was that was it in 2007. That was your first taste of America. That was it. When I go here, that was my first taste of America. <laughs> well, and I in it, in it um, I like what you said that you had seen this in movies, but you just couldn't grasp like the reality that it would be that cold. Like I went for a walk this morning, and it was 18 degrees out. It's it's that's cold. So I can only imagine. Uh, and then your brother said to bring warm clothes, but uh, that's all relative, right? what warm yes. clothes means yes coming from a place where 50 if it was 50 everybody would be saying it's really really cold coming from a place where 50 was the coldest you could get uh and reaching here and feeling it's like negative something that was quite the experience <laughs> i couldn't even imagine before like we we used to learn about it in geography talking about oh the it gets winter but we've never seen winter so for for most of us in, uh, for, for me i could not just imagine a place uh with with so much cold and also a place filled with snow which translates to water because water was one of the scarcities in the region where i come from Understood. So what about culturally? Uh, are there uh, holidays uh, from Kenya that you still celebrate today? Yes, yes. Uh, mo most of the religious uh, Christian holidays, we, we share the same because Kenya was colonized by the British and the British brought in uh, Christianity. So I'm a Christian. And so we share the same holidays, uh, Easter, but there's also other Kenyan holidays like Kenyan independence, uh, uh, which we celebrated in uh, December on my birthday, <laughs> December oh, very 12th. Nice. Very <laughs> so, nice. so I, I, growing up, I was lucky to celebrate birthday, a uh, birthday because in most cases we never celebrated birthday. It was just hey, you were born on this day, but we never had celebration about it. But for me and another cousin of mine. 
we were lucky because we were born on a on a, on an holiday. So uh, in the course of celebrating the holiday, we'll be celebrating uh, our, our our own birthday. But there's also a couple other Kenyan-related uh, uh, holidays. Uh, even here, we have a Kenyan community in 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 uh, West Michigan, which is called the West Michigan Kenyans. We still celebrate those uh, those uh, holidays because we do not want our kids or we do not want ourselves to forget about our culture. So we try to celebrate that and also teach our children and teach the people, that our friends about our culture. That's incredible. And it's good that you uh, have people to connect with that you can, you can do that uh, with. It's interesting that you said uh, that it was good that you were born on a holiday because you got to celebrate your birthday. Uh, I have a lot of friends here in the States that were born on holidays and they kind of lament it because they feel like it takes away from their birthday. So it's, it's <laughs> definitely a different perspective. <laughs> definitely. Because birthdays weren't celebrated, but there's a couple other key differences in, 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 uh, in cultures. Uh, Kenyans, uh, one of our models was Arambe, which means in Swahili it's called coming together. So we have always a sense of community and coming together. So you'll find that when something happens like a death, people come in to celebrate and people come in to help uh, uh, the family that had their loved one pass away. So there's always a sense of community, even the weddings. Weddings, we celebrate them differently. Uh, <laughs> I just got married recently. And uh, one of the things was my wife want, wanted us to have an invitation list. In most Kenyans' weddings, we don't have an invitation list. Everybody just comes. And But if, if your wedding doesn't have enough food, you have to plan for that, which most of the cases is, is people slaughter like a cow or two cows for the wedding and it's just a pure celebration a lot of people in it without any restrictions but when i when we were planning our wedding uh, i kind of had to learn from my wife and we had to have a guest list and have people invited that we knew who was coming i come from a lot of different places my family comes from a lot of different places so i'm you know i'm pretty much entrenched in american culture but my wife is uh, Greek. She is uh, third generation Greek. And so when we got married, I share uh, kind of what you went through. But in the opposite, I, you know, I wanted to define guest list in, you know, in the Greek culture, you invite all of your cousins and your friends and it's, it's big. Uh, so we had to, we had to make some compromises there and it was difficult. Uh, because for the same reason, I mean, if we don't know how many people are coming, we don't know how much food and, and other things to have uh, for the celebration. So uh, interesting that a lot of cultures outside of, of the United States, uh, the that wedding celebration is huge. It's very large, and the larger the better, really. Yeah, that, that's interesting. I didn't you know the uh, the Greek do that, so that's 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 good to know. <laughs> yes. Well, so let's talk about a little bit about this award that you're receiving. So you're at, how long have you been at Consumers Energy again? I've been with Consumers for seven years and a couple months, about okay. eight months. So I, I, I started as an intern, and after one year of internship, I, there was a job, a job opening. 
and I applied for that job and I was able to to get the job. And since then, it's been seven years and a couple, a couple wonderful, wonderful time working with my friends. Well, that, that's great. And it's great to hear that you came in as an intern and that translated into a job that you're you're in now. Um, but, you know, I wanted to talk about this award from Bea that's coming up. It's the, again, it's the Science Spectrum Trailblazer Award. What what does that mean to you uh, here, you know, as an engineer to be recognized in that way? Uh, it's It's a wonderful opportunity. I have never been recognized for anything, <laughs> and I, I don't do anything to get recognized. I believe in just being diligent and doing what what, what I have to do to 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 keep uh, to keep the company moving and to help others. I, I I do love helping others, and recently last year my I. I didn't even know about it. I was talking to my leader, and she indicated that she nominated me for this award. I'm like, oh, what award is that? <laughs> so and she explained it to me, and uh, she explained to me how, 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 how the nomination process is and the, the package that she has to put together. And, and I was trying to tell her, I don't do anything for a nomination, or any, I don't believe I'm worth of it. But she she explained to me the stuff that I do and uh, and that why I, I she was glad to nominate me and I was honored because I've never been nominated for anything. But the the, the award is uh, for men and women who demonstrate outstanding performance in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And and looking back now that I've been nominated for it, I feel like I. I, I can see some signs of, of that, of demonstrating some uh, outstanding performance. It, it was intriguing because uh, for the nomination, I had to get uh, letters of recommendation from from different people. And even today, when I look at those letters of recommendation, I go through them and almost cry because it's letters from my friends talking about me in, not in a bad way, because most of the time uh, when we want reviews from people is we are looking for what bad things you've done so that we can correct. But in, in this instance, it's letters from my co-workers who are all my friends talking about me and what they think about me. So that, that is such an honor to hear people talk about that. And every time I'm feeling down or I get lost in the mix of what I'm doing. Uh, I go back and look at these letters from Reggie Hayes, Greg Griffin, Ken Squibb, uh, Greg Bobbick, Steve Aragas, Chris Spencer, Mike Mujo, Javier Ruiz, Zach Hakala, Nathan Parker, and all the support I got I get from from my 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 leader who is Lindsay Stack and she's one she's one of the people that leads from the heart from her heart and leads with love. So I am honored to have been nominated for this. And it, it, it's just a privilege to work with such awesome friends and coworkers. Well and that's really a testament to who you are and how hard you worked. As I listened to you talk, I think about this young man in Kenya who uh, 
didn't quite make the grade on, <laughs> on the test to become an engineer, but persevered, came to Michigan of all places, and <laughs> went to school, uh, figured out the calculator, figured out the, the computer, and now you're a successful engineer. That's a lot of hard work, and that's a lot of perseverance, because I have to think there are times in that journey where you stop and think, am I doing the right thing? Is this too difficult? But you overcame all of that, and here you are today. So uh, congratulations, Daniel. This is this is a big deal, and it does say a lot about you and your character and how hard you're willing to work. Daniel, is there anyone out in the audience you'd like to say hi to or give a shout-out to? Yeah, I'll, I'll start with my wife, <laughs> my my. And then my family, especially my parents, right now they're in Kenya. But uh, I'm, I'm glad for for to God for giving me the best parents. I think when I moved here, I didn't have a lot, but they had prepared me for what I was going to face. So I'm just glad that I had the best parents in the whole world. And also uh, to my friends here and my friends all over the world, I'm thankful to them. As we come to the close of the podcast, which we have to do at some point, uh, I'm just wondering, is there anything that you would like to say to the audience before we leave? Yes, uh, uh, I will say just an encouragement and some feedback. I, I am glad to be working for such a wonderful organization for what we do is, is essential in Michigan. And I also enjoy working with all, all the people that I work with. I've worked while while our consumers have worked in so many places because I started at Laddington and then from there I went to JHC Campbell generating site and then from there I went to St. Clair compressor station and then I went to Jackson generating station and then I'm back now to Campbell generating station doing projects on the on the west side of the state and when I look back is I have friends in all those places so i am grateful i i cannot think of anybody that i have a grudge in my mind or i have a bad feeling about i just see friends from from the west side from the east side everywhere i go i i, I find friends and so i am grateful for that opportunity and grateful to be working with such wonderful people and also grateful to be working for a wonderful leader like Lynn Sister Ken, who leads us from her heart. And uh, I'll, I'll just continue doing what I do because I enjoy what I do, uh, designing, leading others, designing things in the power plants, leading others, and also interacting and making new friends and memories. I also like to encourage people <laughs> who are working on projects. And so sometimes we get into the mix of projects where there's so much technical issues or so many things going wrong or some so much stress. And I think over the seven years I've been here, I try to tell myself all those things will pass away. But it is the friends and it is the people that we make uh, that we meet that will stay forever in our hearts. The issues that we had during an outrage will pass away, but the memories I have about somebody I worked with, somebody I helped, somebody who had a kid during the time we were working on a project, all those will, will remain forever with us. So as we do everything that we do for our customers, let's continue making friends.
That's truly inspirational, and you're you're so right that it's the friendships and the relationships uh, that will last when everything else has gone by the wayside. So, you know, thank you so much, Daniel, for taking the time out to talk with us today. And again, congratulations on this award. It is a big deal, and you have earned it and deserve it, and uh, we're glad to support you in that. Yeah, th- thank you to Bill for hosting this. I've listened to some of the podcasts. And I'll continue listening more now <laughs> because uh, I think it's just a way of knowing more people. It, it is wonderful to to hear the stories of our coworkers because we are all different in one way, but we are all the same. At the base, we are all the same. Absolutely. And I feel like I've made another friend today. Thank you. Me too. Once again, I'd like to say thanks to the audience for tuning in today and every Wednesday. Your input is important to the success of this podcast. So I do have an ask of each and every one of you. If you could go out to http colon slash slash b-i-t dot l-y slash m-e dash y-o-u dash u-s and fill out our brief five-minute survey so that we can better prepare for our podcasts in the future. And be sure and tune in every Tuesday as we talk about the things that impact your personal well-being.